0: Punky Power. Hey there, Punky Peeps! Angela Bowen here, the host of Punky Power, an unofficial Punky Brewster podcast. How's everyone doing today? I'm doing good. Well, today I am continuing my coverage of season one of the new 2021. Punky Brewster reboot, which dropped on Peacock February 25th, 2021. Of course, the episode I'm looking at today is season one, episode six, entitled The Look of Daniel. So, in this episode, Punky and Travis wonder about Daniel's gender identity, and Izzy is obsessed with WWE, basically wrestling for for women it looks like she is really I guess this is kind of what uh it's kind of like her comfort food or comfort watch in a way kind of like us with shows that we grew up with that are or even as adults our comfort watches so this episode has a seven point six out of ten based on 65 ratings. We do have some guest stars. We also have returning original cast member from the original Punky Brewster. You know and love her. Margot Kramer, played by Amy Foster, making a return. We have Lexi Kaufman as Alexa Bliss. She plays one of the wrestlers that Izzy looks up to. And we have Ashley Flaher F L I E H R. She plays. Charlotte Flair, we also have a couple of Hannah's friends, Riley Go plays Madison, and Hannah Taylor plays Bree, this episode was directed by Jude Weng, W-E-N-G, and written by David Duclan, the creator, we got Jim Armageddon? Armaged- Jim and Steve. <laughs> well, they're their siblings, cousins. I don't know, but their team writing on this episode. We got Francesca and Jacqueline Gales, G A I L E S. We have Eugene Garcia Cross and Menno Epe, or. Uh, Agapian, also a staff writer. Again, I apologize for mispronouncing last names or even first names. I'm sorry. All right, let's see. We have trivia. Margot, who says she's been friends with Punky and Cherry since they were Izzy's age, was a reoccurring character in the original series. She's played by the same actress, Amy Foster. Lexi Kaufman and Ashley Flair, two WWE wrestlers, played Alexa Bliss and Charlotte Flair, respectively. Alright. So, if you've been listening to me cover the new Punky Brewster, there have been some (laughs) ups and downs with me finding time to cover the show along with other podcasts. And if you gotten to this point, you know that now that it's April, even though I'm recording this in December of 2021, you know that now I'm releasing them on a weekly basis. Also, if you are new to the podcast, I have all four seasons of Punky Brewster, the OG series that I covered when I started the podcast back in February, of 2017 all the way to the end of 2018. So feel free to check those up. They are, I believe, all available on iTunes and, of course, SoundCloud. This podcast does have an email address if you want to share your Punky Memories, OG, or the new show. The email address is at gmail.com. And the podcast does have a Facebook page. Just search Punky Brewster Podcast. The Punky Power Podcast will pop up. You can like the page, follow along to see what other shows I also cover on the Punky Brewster Podcast platform. I've covered all five seasons of Silver Spoons. I'm currently working my way through Full House and Fuller House. Lots to peruse and listen to. All right, without further ado, let's jump into Season 1, Episode 6, The Look of Daniel. So, of course, we have the cold open. We have Punky and Izzy on the couch in the apartment. They are watching the WWE wrestling with Izzy's favorite wrestlers. And, of course, we have the dog, Brandy, who's sitting off to the side just being a dog. That's a thing that I really wish they incorporated more with the dog. Whereas Brandon in the original series was more in the show than this dog is. He was a big part of Punky's life. Or This dog is pretty much seen just as a dog. The dog doesn't get dressed up or become his own character in a way. He's just a dog. Brandy is just a dog in this. So, Izzy is talking about her favorite WWE stars, and I love how Punky, you know, they're both sitting close, and she's just so excited that Izzy's excited and sharing in something that Izzy has an interest in. I like this one-on-one time that we get with Punky and Izzy. We haven't, this is six episodes deep in a ten-episode series here, and we are finally getting some one-on-one Punky and Izzy time. I'm like... This is what I want from this show. We've focused so much in a short amount of time up to this point with two episodes with Hannah, Punky's oldest child, and then also now we have the story about Daniel is a good chunk of the focus of this episode with just a little bit of Izzy sprinkled in and I don't want to get into that because you guys have heard me rant and rave about that for since the pilot, up, me covering the pilot episode, that it's just, there's not enough focus on what the show should have been about, which is Punky and Izzy. But then you have these other children, and there's not I'm not saying anything about the actress themselves or really so much of the characters. There's just so many kids and not enough screen time in a 24-minute episode. I mean, if it were me, I would have said, hey... I I would have been fine with just, if we didn't have the other kids, again, there's nothing wrong with them, but if we just made the focus on Punky and Izzy, kind of like with Henry and Punky of the original series. And I'm not going to go dialogue by dialogue, guys, I'm pretty much going to let the clips speak for themselves. And turns out Izzy watched a lot of WWE at Fenster Hall. I remember Fenster Hall in season one and two. When were they ever watching television? Most of the time that we were at Fenster Hall, we were always in that, that little dormitory with, like, the three or four beds. We never saw TVs anywhere, but then again, we never got outside of that room into, like, the mess hall or the rec rooms or really any of that. The only time they ever did anything like that was that failed spin-off at the end of season 1, Fencer Hall parts 1 and 2. Izzy explains to Punky how the WWE stars were her her heroes. And Punk, um, Punky Izzy says how not only are the WWE stars her heroes, but They were almost like her family because they could always count, she could always count on them being there. Basically, it's like the show was always on without fail. And honestly, what Izzy is feeling is how I felt growing up with TV shows like Full House. You grow up with the characters, you get an attachment, you feel like they're your family, especially those of us that didn't grow up in a family with two parents and you know, two to four point siblings, and, uh, you know, basically a normal, what would be supposedly considered a a normal household back in the day. And Punky tells Dizzy, I get it, Henry was my hero. No, Punky, I don't think you want to picture Henry in spandex. Mm, no. And Izzy tells Funky, hey, at least you got to meet your hero. And then she's like, hey, me and Brandy have been working on some moves. Thank you. They're incorporating the dog. Thank you. So Izzy goes over to Brandy and says, Brandy, frog splash. And basically the dog is just, like, licking her face as she puts her hands up in front of her face. (laughs) And she says, he knocked me out. (laughs) Cute. Izzy says, he knocks me out with his dog breath. And Punky says, oh, you're both going down. Aww. And Punky jumps in on this. And she says, Punky Splash! And just uh, jumps on the dog. Oh, it just gives a dog a hug. It's just, it's, I, I love that we don't have enough of Punky and Izzy time. That's
1: Kofi Kingston. He's my favorite WWE superstar. That's Charlotte Flair. She's my favorite WWE superstar. Oh, that's Alexa. Let me guess. She's your favorite WWE superstar. Yes! Did you just read my mind? It's not that hard. You're pretty into all this WWE stuff, huh? Yeah, I watched this a lot at Fenster Hall. WWE superstars are my heroes. They were the only people I could always count on being there. They were like my family. I get it.
2: Henry was my hero. But
1: I don't really want to picture him in spandex. At least you got to meet your hero. Me and Brandy have been working on some moves. Watch this. Brandy! Rock Splash! He knocked me with a dog, Brad! <laughs> oh.
2: You're both going
1: down. Hunky Splash!
0: <laughs> so, now we're in the kitchen with Diego and Daniel. We do get into what kind of... get What gives this episode its title, The Look of Daniel. So Daniel comes in wearing what Diego thinks is a skirt. He asks, Daniel, what are you wearing? And Daniel says, it's called a sarong. And I looked up the word sarong. It says, a garment consisting of a long piece of cloth worn wrapped round the body and tucked at the waist or under the armpits. And traditionally worn in Southeast Asia and now also by women in the West. So this is basically just um New Oxford American dictionaries, and there's very you know there's different versions of sarongs and everything like that so but a lot a lot of it says that it's wrapped around you know basically around the waist under the armpits, and Daniel is you know wearing it at the waist, and Daniel says that Hannah and her friends made it for fashion design class. Yeah, you know, he's just trying to be a willing participant and model their, their their creations. Daniel says, "I'm their supermodel," and Diego says, "It looks super stupid." It's like, dude, Diego, you need to chill out. That you don't need to be saying that. I know that siblings tease each other and stuff like that. It's like there's teasing and there's going too far and stepping over the line. Like there's a line with siblings. You don't cross, and that is insulting them. And Diego says, well, you won't catch me wearing a skirt. Like, dude, it's not a skirt, okay? Even it was. Who cares? Hannah's friends come out like, oh my gosh, you look so adorable! And these girls are probably about a year or so older than Diego. And he immediately takes interest. And they both hug Daniel and Diego says, oh, you know, I'm reconsidering my uh, style choices as well. And, you know, I'd be happy to model for you, too. Uh-huh. Hannah says, look, Diego, just because your voice is changing doesn't mean you're old enough to flirt with my friends. And Diego says, well, I'm not I'm not flirting. I'm just, <laughs> I'm learning how to drive. I'm. Well, I mean, on a video game. Ugh, this guy. Ugh. It's always awkward when talking to someone you got a crush on. You can't find the right words, and when you do, they come out all weird and goofy. One of Hannah's friends says how Daniel has a perfect catwalk strut. And I love how Daniel says, I'm just working with what God gave me. <laughs> cool, dude, cool. And of course, is just laughing at Diego's failed attempts to impress her friends. Cause he's a teenage boy. He's <laughs> like, hey ladies, I can juggle. <laughs> and Hannah just laughs. laughs. You're making it so much worse. What are you wearing?
3: It's called a sarong. Hannah and her friends made it for fashion design class. I'm their supermodel. It looks super stupid. You not catch me wearing a skirt? Oh
2: my gosh, you look so adorable. I just want to eat you. Me first. No, 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 no. I'm a Oh.
3: I, yeah, I'm reconsidering my style choices, too, and, um, uh, you know, I'd be happy to model for you. <laughs> Just because your voice is changing doesn't mean you're old enough to flirt with my friends. I'm not flirting. I'm learning how to drive. <laughs> well, I mean, on a video game. <laughs> get the ladies.
1: Daniel has the perfect catwalk strut.
3: Just working with what God gave me.
1: <laughs> Woo! Woo! Oh, Daniel!
3: Hey, ladies, I I can can juggle. You're making it
0: so much worse. So it's the next day for school. Daniel's going to wear the sarong to school. And Diego says, dude, you can't wear a sarong to school. I noticed I got a bunch of board games. One, of course, that I can see, Claire's Day, is... This One of the scenic games, which I remember when those came out. They are really, really cool. It also looks like there might be Disney Pictionary, which I've never played, but that looks cool, too. Diego, of course, being a teenage boy, you know, they have odors. That's just how it is. You know, teenage kids. That's just, your body change. You don't have the most pleasant odor. So, basically, he is taking his shirt, smelling it. His- Turning it inside out, smelling it, and it's like, oh, it smells okay. It's like, dude, if your clothes have an odor, you need to find something that doesn't. I don't know, that's just me, I guess. Daniel defends his, his clothing choices. Like, hey, look, it's comfortable, and I don't need to take fashion advice or clothing advice from somebody who thinks turning his shirt inside out is fooling anybody, because it's not. Punky comes out and looks at Daniel and says, oh, I love that sarong. And she says how she had an assignment in Malaysia and she got to wear sarongs every single day. Daniel pretty much throws Diego under the bus and says, hey, mom, Diego thinks I should change. How do you feel about this? And she's like, hey, if you feel good, I say rock it. And I'm like, hey, I'm with Punky, dude. If you feel comfortable in that, who's who's to tell you no? You wear what you feel comfortable in. So as it comes out, Asking if anyone's seen her backpack. And Punky tells are oh, well, sweetie, you get to skip school today because I'm taking you somewhere special, but it's a surprise. Okay, I, this is going to just get to me. It's since the first episode. There's a spot that used to be the closet in the original show. And they've, kinda, they've gutted it, and they've made the bottom half like a doghouse for Brandy because there's a curtain that's parted where the hole is that the dog will go in and out Well, above it. Above it. It's like a little nook couch placement area just above it. And I'm just, I never see anyone sit there and I'm just like, what's that about? Why is no one hung up over there? Is that for the dog just so the dog has its own couch? I mean, if the dog wants to lay on the couch, he's going to go lay on the regular couch. I just, I don't under, understand. It's not like they have a house, I mean, they got three kids, well, four with Izzy, and then Punky, and then Sherry comes over, sometimes Travis comes over, and I'm just like, uh, why is no one taking advantage of that seat above the the doghouse thing? I don't know. Apparently, Izzy's heard this before, like, oh yeah, that's a trick they used at Fenster Hall when they were taking you to the lice doctor. And Punky says, oh, don't worry, it's gonna be fun. Izzy he starts listing off all these like a bed bug doctor, rash clinic? He says, Ah, oh, please stop guessing.
3: Better. Dude, you can't wear straw to school. It's comfortable. Fashion tips from a guy who thinks wearing his shirt inside
2: out is fooling anybody. <laughs> Ooh, love that sarong. I had an assignment in Malaysia once and wore sarongs every day. Diego thinks I should change. What do you think, Mom? If you feel good at it, I say rock it. <laughs> have you seen my backpack? Oh, you get to skip school today. I'm taking you somewhere special, but it's a surprise.
1: Uh-oh. That's the trick they used to fenced her all and they took a kid to the vice doctor. Don't worry, it's going to be fun. Bed bug doctor? Crash clinic? Oh, please stop guessing.
0: So when Izzy finds out where she is, because Punky says this is a place where you're going to meet all these, are all your favorite WWE stars, and you get the chance to meet them. And Izzy is speechless. she's like, this is, you're the, what the, <laughs> and Cherry's there too, and it just, oh, this is so cool, and we see some of the wrestlers there, you know, flexing and doing their wrestling moves, and it's just, it's like, literally, this is like Disney World for Izzy, this chance to meet her favorite wrestling stars. And Punky says, oh, maybe I shouldn't have let you miss your English English class, but Sherry's like, oh, see that reaction right there, Funky, that is exactly why I tagged along, yeah, it's just, this is so great, we do see cardboard cutout stand-ins of, I don't know what the official term for them are, but of uh, the characters that Izzy and us are going to meet. Even as, as fun as this is, Izzy says, you're letting me play hooky for this? That is some really questionable parenting. (laughs) And Izzy says, thank you. And Punky tells her that Henry let me skip school wants to go to a Cubs game. And Punky tells her how it was one of the best days of her life. And Izzy asks, well, how'd you hook this up? Well, it turns out Punky's got a friend in the PR business, public relations. And when we see Margot, I am, I'm just honestly floored because I didn't really see Margot. Like when we, we all know Margot. She was all about fashion growing up. And it's just, it's interesting that this is the career path she chose. I honestly thought she would be. A fashion mogul like she'd have a fashion line and she'd be designing clothes and having people you know and all that stuff I just I thought that's what she'd be into so her doing this is just like wow I, I I, just good for her I just I didn't expect her to take this uh different career path journey than what I would have predicted watching her grow up on the original Punky Rooster. So Punky says one of our old friends mine and Cherries was able to hook us up. She runs PR for the, w- she works for a company that runs PR for the WWE. Well, that is pretty awesome. Oh my goodness, same old Margot. She's like, hey, oh, I'd hug you, but I don't want to mess up my hair. She says, oh, what the heck, you ladies are worth it. And she, she hugs them. And it's just, aw. And then, of course, they introduce Izzy to Margot. Uh Margot doesn't say like wow Punky I'm getting a flashback here she just looks just so much like you and Margot tells Izzy that Punky Cherry and she have been friends since they were Izzy's age she's like yeah I know I look younger thanks to my hyperbaric sleep chamber I don't know what that is even, even Izzy's like I don't know what that is and Cherry says oh it's hoity toity for a quote unquote it's basically a bed And Punky, thanks, Margo, for doing this. Like, thank you so much, Margo, for doing this, because Izzy is such a big WWE fan. And Margo asked Izzy if she would like an autograph. (laughs) No, Izzy apparently thought (laughs) Uh, Margo was asking if she wanted her autograph. (laughs) And, of course, Izzy said, no, thank you. Uh, You know, I'm I'm sure you're great and all, but uh, I've never heard of you. She's like, no, not me, sweetie. I meant some of the wrestlers. And Margo says, no, not me. I mean, Alexa Blisses. And Izzy says, shut up. And it's, it's so funny because it just, that makes me think of uh, the Princess Diaries movie back in 2001. And that's what Anne Hathaway's character, Mia Thermopolis, said when she found out that she was actually royalty. She's actually a princess. And she's like, shut up! She's in shock. And, of course, Punky's like, oh, no, she means yes, please. That's pretty cool that, uh, so Alexa Bliss comes over and meets Izzy. And Alexa Bliss has the bottom strands of her hair are kind of dyed like a cotton candy pink. Just like how Izzy has hers, but hers are more like a, um... Like, a light, like, tealish-bluish-green color. I just, I think it's so cool. Is that why she put that in her hair? To be, like, her favorite WWE star? And Izzy is just like, wow, you are more sparkly in person than you are on TV. Izzy asked for an autograph, and Alexa says, I don't just give my autographs just to anybody. Let me show you some of my moves, and if you can break free, you can have an autograph. That is so cool. That is doubly... Cool. Along with having an autograph, the chance to have an autograph. Oh, and a selfie, too. I they get a selfie together. That would be cool. Izzy says over her shoulder to Punky, oh, if I don't survive, tell my story. <laughs> and Margo says, you know, it kind of reminds me of someone I used to know. And Punky says, well, if Alexa hurts Izzy, I'm going to go OG Punky on her butt. <laughs> I don't think, you know, she'll be gentle. So Alexa puts Izzy in a hold, and Izzy's able to break out of it. It's like, wow, you are pretty tough. And Izzy's like, yeah, you know what else? I also know all of your moves. And she breaks free. And Alexa says, wow, you're pretty tough. You earned yourself an autograph. Aww. Izzy says, I wish I could be a, a cool WWE star, but I don't have a cool nickname or catchphrase. I think she actually does come up with, yeah, uh, an outfit and a nickname or catchphrase. And I think it's really cool. Alexa says, well, just make one up. That's what's great about life. You can be anyone you want to be. And Izzy asks, well, what if I don't know what I want to be? And Alexa says, well, you'll figure it out. Yeah, kid, you're nine. You got plenty of time. Alexa says, and once you do, add a little sparkle. Aw. And Charlotte Flair shows up. (laughs) This will be interesting. I take it they're going to do some WWE moves with each other.
2: Is this heaven? This is your surprise. All of your favorite WWE superstars in one place and you get to meet them. This is! You're not! What not? Maybe I shouldn't have let you miss English class. That
1: reaction right there is exactly why I tagged along. You're letting me play hooky for this? That is some really questionable parenting. (laughs) Thank you. Henry let me skip school once to go to
2: a Cubs game. It was one of the best days of my life. How'd you hook this up? One of our old friends works for a company that runs PR for the WWE. There she is, Margot. Hey, Cherry, you look amazing. I know. Oh, i hug you, but I don't want to mess up my hair. (laughs) Same old Margo. (laughs) Oh, what the heck? You ladies are worth it this is izzy hi izzy we have been friends since we were your age i know i look younger thanks to my hyperbaric sleep chamber i don't know what that is it's hoity-toity for bed thank you so much for doing this izzy is a huge wwe fan would you like an autograph izzy
1: no thanks i'm sure you're great and all but i've never heard of you
2: (laughs) (laughs) i mean alexa blisses
1: shut She means
2: yes, please. Hey, Alexa. I'd like
1: you to meet Izzy. Well, you're even more sparkly in person than you are on TV. Well, just because you're tough doesn't mean you can't wear glitter. Can I have your autograph? Uh, You know, I don't just give my autograph to anyone, but I'll tell you what. I'll show you some of my holds. If you can break free, you can have the autograph. You're on. I don't survive. Tell my story.
2: <laughs> kind of reminds me of someone I used to know. Yeah, well, if Alexa hurts her, I'm going to go OG punky on her butt.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Pretty tough. You know what else? <clears throat> I know all your moves.
2: Oh. Okay, top me up. Top me up. <sighs> Impressed. You are yourself an autograph. <laughs> Is <this> too much? <laughs> it's a statement
1: piece. Uh, yeah. It says, put me back. I wish I could be a WWE superstar, but I don't have a cool nickname or catchphrase. Make one up. That's what's great about life. You can be anyone you want to be. But what if I don't know who I want to be? You'll figure it out. And once you do...
2: A little sparkle. Or some flair. Charlotte
3: Flair? One and the same, kid.
1: Woo! <laughs> I just got wooed by Charlotte Flair. You don't want her stupid autograph. Back off. She wants my stupid autograph, not your Stupid autograph.
2: You guys don't have to fight. She'll take both your stupid autographs. <laughs>
0: today. So, they get back home and Hannah is sitting on the couch uh, setting up her fabric and design clothes and all that fun stuff. We get a couple of the cardboard stand-ins of Charlotte Flair and Alexa Bliss. Izzy tells Hannah how awesome it was. (laughs) And she says, I'm gonna go figure out my wrestler look. Aww. So, Hannah has to tell Punky something. It turns out, well, she also says, please don't freak out. And Punky says, you can't tell me not to freak out or else I will freak out. Turns out, Diego got into a fight at school. And Hannah says, he's not in trouble and he didn't get hurt. Which, good on both counts. And Hannah says, "Um, you know, basically that's all Diego told me. He didn't tell me anything else.
1: It was the best ever. Alexiflis was super nice. Then Charlotte Flair smashed her with a chair. Fun. I'm going to go figure out my wrestler look.
3: Uh, can I talk to you
1: in private? <laughs> I uh, need to tell you something, but don't freak out.
2: You can't tell me not to freak out. Otherwise, I'm going to freak out. Diego
1: got into a fight at school. Uh, He's not in trouble, and he didn't get hurt.
2: That's all he would tell me. Okay, not freaking out. Diego, onto a fight! I I think we should freak out!
3: (sighs) You okay? I don't really want to talk about it.
2: That's cool. I'm here when you're ready to talk. You ready <laughs> mom look i know that sometimes you have to stand up for yourself but fighting is not the answer i wasn't standing up for myself i was standing up for daniel
3: what my friend luke he made fun of daniel for wearing the sarong
2: and i told him to cut it out but he didn't so we got in a fight good that kid's lucky i wasn't there because i would have thrown some serious shade because words are better than fists. I know. I shouldn't have hit him. I should have hit
3: myself. I'm no better than Luke. I made fun of Daniel, too.
2: Well, you're a jerk. Then you're a good big brother. That's called growth. I'm really proud of you. Hey, Daniel doesn't
3: know. I don't want to keep it that way. I don't want him to know that someone else made
2: fun of him. It's bad enough that I did. I'm glad we didn't have this talk.
0: (laughs) Okay, so pretty much Punky wants to get to the bottom of what happened, especially with this fight. Turns out... Diego's friend Luke was making fun of Daniel for wearing the sarong. And Diego says that he also had been making fun of Daniel, but when Diego's friend was doing it, he told him, hey, knock it off. His friend didn't, and they got into a fight. And, of course, Punky said, well, he's lucky I wasn't there. Otherwise, I would have thrown some serious... Shade, because words are better than this. Actually, yes, they, they are. Even though words can hurt, too, I mean, when it comes to he's not just physical, but um, either way, there's always got to be another way to handle a situation that doesn't result in name-calling and violence. And Diego feels bad. He's like, I don't want Daniel to know about this, that my friend was picking it, you know, saying stuff about his... You know, him wearing the sarong and the fact that I was saying something too, I don't want him to know about that. So let's just pretend it didn't happen. And Punky's like, yeah, I'm glad we didn't have this talk. And she also tells Diego, like, that took, that's called growth. You realized you did wrong and you stood up for your brother. So now Travis comes over because he brought coffee and a chocolate muffin punky. Aw, that's so sweet.
2: I brought you coffee and a chocolate muffin because I'm that kind of guy. That's sweet, and I especially like that it says Emily. But I'm gonna drink it because I'm that kind of gal. It's the coffee place Emily and I go to. We should be talking about Diego. <laughs> Since when does he get into fights? Did you get into fights when you were his age? No, I just joined a punk band to get out my aggression. That's him, a guitar and a mohawk. He won't let you touch his hair. Besides, I've already talked to him. I'm more concerned about Daniel. Kids that are different get picked on. Yeah, he marches to his own drummer. That's what makes him so cool. I know. Part of me wants to protect him. The other part of me wants to say they don't like your sarong. Next time, wear a bright red dress. Do you think he wants to wear dresses? I don't know. But I think we should know. I think it's important that we see him how he sees himself. We need to do research. Oh, that sounds so boring. Why can't we just get him a keyboard and an asymmetrical haircut? Why are all of your ideas instruments and hairstyles? Whoa, instruments and hairstyles got me through my teen years.
0: So, yeah, Travis comes over with coffee and a muffin, and the coffee has Emily's name on it, which is his girlfriend. And Punky's like, you know what? I'm going to drink this anyway, because that's the kind of person I am. Travis also knows that Diego got into a fight. and He's like, since when, this isn't Diego, since when does he get into fights? And Punky mentions how, well, Travis, you used to get into fights too, right? And he's like, no, I got a haircut and joined a rock band to get out my aggression. (laughs) And he's like, hey, let's get Diego a guitar and a haircut. And Punky tells him, Diego won't let you touch his hair, so I don't think that's the problem. And also, the fact that Daniel, Daniel's wearing a sarong. And Travis says, well, he's just marching to the beat of his own drummer. And again, he brings up, let's get him a, a, a asymmetrical haircut and a keyboard or something. And she asks, why is your solution to every problem instruments and haircuts? And he's like, because that's what got me through my teen years. So they don't know kind of where Daniel is coming. They want him to be able to express himself and they want to support him, but they also kind of want to know, you know, why he's doing this. Is it for a personal expression or making a statement or is he just being him? They just, they want to be supportive, but they also want to do the research on how to come at this and kind of, you know, just ask questions, which is, it's important. Just, you know. They want to be supportive. So, yeah, they're going to do research, according to Punky. And Travis was like, oh, that is so boring. It's like, no, research is how you learn things. So, now it looks like we got Hannah and her friends are working on more clothing designs. And then Izzy comes in with her outfit. She's dressing like Alexa Bliss. And... My guess is Hannah is like, oh, that's cool, Um, but my friends and I are using the living room to design future, you know, clothing lines and for, I guess, when I take a fashion class in school, it's like, what school do they go to? Because, I mean, even though I'm not into fashion, that sounds cool that you could take a class based on what your interest is. You know, alongside probably your regular, you know, classes, your math, your English, your science, what have you, and your phys ed, of course. But it, just, it sounds cool that you could take a class based on what your interest is or what you would like to do as a future career. Yeah.
1: I got Lady wrestling like I'm Alexa Bliss. See? We're identical. Yeah, I see the resemblance. Prepare to face four feet of fury. What is happening right now? Should I be scared? It's Alexa Bliss's catchphrase, but only with her it's five feet of fury. Something seems off. I don't think fury is like my go-to emotion. Maybe I should try to be more like Charlotte Flair, but I need to up my game. Can you guys make an outfit for me? Oh. Uh, I don't see why like they couldn't. Really their own stuff, is he? I understand. What's one child's dreams compared to stuff? <laughs> Aww. No, no, don't even, because it's not gonna work. You live your life, Hannah. I'll make it on my own, some way, <laughs> somehow.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: Some fine. I didn't even have to cry.
0: So. Izzy comes out dressed like Alexa Bliss and just she's not feeling it with the catchphrase because she's, she's four feet of fury, even though uh, Alexa Bliss is a little taller than her. and Her catchphrase is five feet of fury. So she's like, maybe I should start channeling um, Charlotte Flair, or maybe I should just come up with my own thing. And she's asking Hannah and her two friends to help her out. And Hannah says, as much as we, we'd we really like to help you, Izzy, we just, we kind of have a lot going on right now. And, of course, Izzy guilts them. And both Hannah's friends look at her like, come on, we got to help her out. <laughs> and Hannah caves in like, okay, yes, we'll help you, Izzy. And it, as he looks over her shoulder, says, I didn't even have to cry. Oh, my goodness. So now we go back to the kitchen where Travis and Punky are looking at the list of different, um, you know, gender I- identities and stuff and just trying to figure out could Daniel be expressing himself in one, one of these ways. They don't know. And I think that she kind of... Goes to Cherry and Cherry's girlfriend, Lauren, to say this is what's going on with Daniel. We really could use some advice on how to go forward with, you know, approaching him with this. Like, what is the most appropriate way? We don't want to upset him or make it look like we're angry or, you know, overly confused as... We don't want him to think that we're bothered by this, because we're not. We just want to be able to understand our son. And we don't know the best way to go about it. So that's why she kind of pulls Cherry and Lauren into the fold, like, Hey, can you guys kind of talk to him and kind of see, like, maybe where he, he's going with this, with how he's dressing.
2: Cisgender. Agender. Bigender. Gender nonconforming. Transgender. Gender fluid. Well, that's good. It's a lot more words than when we were kids. Wearing a sarong could have been Daniel's way of cracking the door open. He doesn't need to crack the door. He could just kick it wide open. We're pretty woke. We just need to be on the same page. Totally. We should talk to him. I couldn't disagree more. Daniel needs our support, and we can't support him if we don't know how he feels. I just think we don't need to put him on the spot. Let him come to us. Oh, my God. You're killing me. Literally. That's your solution to everything. When we first met, you just leaned back and gave me the eyes. I had to ask you out. You see, it worked, right? (laughs) Okay, fine. We'll have a family meeting, and we'll ask all the kids if they need to get anything off their chests. This way, Daniel won't feel singled out. Deal. Pleasure doing
3: business with
0: me, Miss Brewster.
1: What's happening? Family meeting. This is where mom and dad pretend to act like adults. Should I even be here? Yeah. You're part of this family. You have to suffer too.
2: Sometimes it's important to talk about our feelings. No judgments.
1: I'm good. Me too. Yep. This is fun! I've never been to a family meeting before.
0: Okay, everyone's good. Sit down, Travis. <laughs> you <laughs> know
2: that you guys can talk to us about anything, anything. Our door is always open.
3: Okay, I I clicked on the website, but it was an accident. I didn't even get a good look. I'm sorry.
0: Do you want to talk about it?
3: God no. <laughs> okay, best family meeting ever. FYI, it wasn't an accident. <laughs> so. You good, Daniel? Yes. Are you guys
1: good? Yep. (laughs) Okay. Um,
3: this wasn't about Diego getting in a fight or being pervy.
2: What's up? Nothing. If you need my help, you have my number. We're the parents. I assure you, we can handle this. (laughs) Okay. We opened the door, but he's still lingering in the lobby. It's time to bring in the big guns. Who are the big
0: guns? (laughs) So, yeah, I totally forgot about the family meeting. And Izzy is so excited. Well, at first she was a little confused, like, oh, you're having a family meeting? Should I be here? And Hannah says, yes, you are part of this family. You have to suffer with all of us. So, Punky and Travis pretty much just want to get everything out in the open. If the kids want to get anything off their chests. The family meeting is the place to do that. Um, (laughs) Diego does let it slip that he accidentally clicked on a website he shouldn't have. And Travis asks him, well, do you want to talk about it? And (laughs) Diego says, "Uh, no. And then he gets up and leaves. So really they're using this as an opportunity to get Daniel to hopefully open up to them. And, of course, it didn't work because Punk even puts a hand on... And uh, Daniel's shoulder's like, hey, buddy, is there anything going on that you want to talk your dad and I about? And he's like, no, no, I'm good. And he leaves. So Punky says, well, we pretty much open. Well, and the thing is, because Izzy leaves too. And then Hannah, you know, even though her parents are parents, she kind of takes on this role of feeling like she has to parent her parents. Like, is everything alright with you? Because clearly this isn't about Diego getting into a fight. And they're like, yeah, everything's good. Are you good? And Hannah is like, hey, look, if you guys need to talk for whatever reason, you have my number. And then she leaves. So, Punky tells Travis, we left the door open for Daniel to open up to us. And he's pretty much lingering in the lobby. I like that analogy. So, Punky suggests they bring out the big guns, and Travis just kind of looks at her like, uh, who are the big guns? Jerry and Lauren. So, Punky asks them to kind of talk to Daniel, kind of see where he's coming from, if they can get, if maybe they can get Daniel to open up, he'd feel more comfortable talking to them than he would his parents. So, let's find out.
2: want us to fill him out for you yeah I'm worried that he's confused and doesn't know how to express himself is it him that's confused or is it you and Travis that are confused both come on you're always getting kids to open up to you at fenster hall I'm so in I wish my parents had cared enough to be confused about what I was going through thanks we got this going As a controller. <laughs> hey, I'm really excited that your mom set up this playdate for us. Me too. It's nice spending time with
3: sophisticated
2: adults. Want to play Star Wars Legos? Sure. Or we could just hang out and talk about uh, yeah Wow you I see you have the Ajaku uh, quad
3: jumper. I didn't know you were a connoisseur. me either. Yeah. I contain
2: multitudes. <laughs> if you were a Star Wars Lego, who would you identify as? I'd be Princess Leia, because I'm old school. Hmm. I would be a Commander Daisy. She was the first LGBTQ character in the Star Wars universe. There's not a Lego for her. Figures. <laughs> who would you be, Daniel? Would you be Finn, Poe Dameron, Rey? Oh, that's easy. I'd be Lego Yoda. Yoda? What does that mean? Yoda's just Yoda? Technically, Yoda's a Yoda species alien <laughs> Well, there is something that we found out My girlfriend's a nerd <laughs> well, Look, we gave him an opportunity to open up and talk about himself But honestly, if he's feeling any insecurities about who he is,
1: he sure does not show it I'm still confused. Ugh! I was eavesdropping and I couldn't take any more. You guys are making way too big of a deal out of this. Daniel wore a sarong. It's a thing he did. It doesn't define him or require a label. How would you like if I labeled you guys old? You do that all the time. Right, but you don't like it. Admit it, you need my help.
0: I have no
2: trouble admitting that. Okay, what would you do? Chill out.
3: Don't push Daniel. Mom, I know that you're just trying to help, but.
2: Sometimes you can be, uh, too supportive. That's not possible. You threw a party to celebrate my first period. I must hit this one out. <laughs> I didn't want you to feel like it was taboo. We should celebrate our womanhood. You invited my entire Girl Scout troop. Gross. And I still say you should have gotten a badge. <laughs> Hannah's right, but the good news is times have changed. People are just more open. True. Back in the day, I missed my senior prom because I wasn't allowed to take my girlfriend.
0: Oh, honey, I will go to the prom with you.
2: All right. But I want the whole deal, limo, over-the-top dress, awkward photo. <laughs>
0: You two are so hooking up in the limo. Mom! Alright, so basically Lauren and Cherry talk to Daniel but they don't really get the information. They don't get what they're hoping to him basically opening up. So they start using Star Wars characters and Lego uh, and, and lingo and stuff to try to suss out anything and when They're sitting with Punky and Travis at the table later, and Punky's disappointed that they didn't find out anything. (laughs) But Hannah, even though I do gripe about Hannah, she has a good point. She tells him don't push Daniel. Okay? He works around to school. It's a thing he did. You don't need to label him. You don't need to push him. If he wants to come to you and, and talk to you, then that's up to him. But She does tell Punky that one of the issues with her is that she is sometimes too supportive because she celebrated Hannah getting her first period. And I'm just like, ew, gross. And she even invited Hannah's Girl Scout troop. (laughs) My goodness. So (laughs) Travis ducks out like, you know what? I think I'm gonna... Because he is like one guy with... Four girls. There's like this is a conversation I don't need to be a part of. I'm gonna duck out. So, but yeah, Hannah does give good advice. I mean, yeah, I I can you know I call her you know a brat and I I don't really like her character a lot of the time for my own reasons. But this she did bring some truth to the table and even Lauren and Cherry said people are more open nowadays about expressing themselves more, which is good. You should be allowed to be open and basically be real and talk about your feelings and not feel like you're going to be judged for whatever comes out of your mouth. You know, and unfortunately, sometimes it's just sometimes being too real and too open. People, I guess, they still don't like to have to hear that, so... It, it is what it is. Sometimes I guess it just feels like a double-edged sword. But I guess the point I'm trying to make is that... Ooh, <laughs> the girl who plays Hannah, has, her name is Lauren. But, um... And she even mentions, like, you guys don't like it when I call you old or label you old. And they're like, Punky's like, you used to say that to us all the time. It's like, yeah, but you don't like it. So she pretty much just says, hey, just... Let Daniel be Daniel, and if he needs to come to you or wants to open up to you, then he will. Just give him his space, pretty much. And also, Cherry and Lauren were talking about the fact that times definitely have changed when Lauren was in high school, she didn't go to her senior prom because she didn't get to bring her girlfriend with her. And Cherry's and saying, oh, I would have gone with, to prom with you. We could." And, and Lauren says, but we got to do the whole thing with the limo and the awkward photo and all that stuff. And it's like, oh, that's so cute. <laughs> and it's funny how sometimes they forget that Hannah is in the room or the fact that you know, she reminds me, i like, hey, I'm 15, you guys are kind of talking above my heads here, adult conversating. <laughs> so now we're going to go to the boys' room and see what they're up to. Hey,
3: thanks for having my back. Hannah told me she is terrible at secrets.
2: So big about
3: Yeah, it is, but you don't have to defend me. I can look out for myself. I know, but Luke was being a jerk. And so was I. Look, I'm sorry I made fun of you. You deserve better. It's okay. I do not let what other people say bother me. It's because you're stronger than I am. I'm also a better basketball player. I did that on purpose. Just so you know, I'm always going to look out for you. Thanks. In your face! (laughs) What? I'm still your big brother. (laughs) Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. 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 I'm also a better dancer than you.
0: So, Diego does reveal... Well, actually, Daniel... Spills the beans and says, Hannah is terrible at keeping secrets. <laughs> she told me about you getting in a fight. Diego tells Daniel, look, Luke was being a jerk, and so was I. I shouldn't have made fun of you for wearing the sarong. And he even he says, you know, I'm still your, your big brother. You know, I got to look out for you. And Daniel says, yeah, and I can take care of myself. It's like, yeah, but, and Diego knows what he did was wrong. It's like, you gotta be better than that. And he, I'm sure he will be. I like their their bonding over, like, oh, I'm still a better basketball player than you, are I'm still a better dancer than you. It's just, it's adorable. I like that. So now we're going on to the living room, where they are finally getting (laughs) Izzy all dolled up in her own wrestler out there or at least they're they're working on it so i don't know we'll see i think they're trying to make her look like that uh charlotte flair wrestler which is he it, he's is got to come up with their own wrestler identity
1: our work here is done <gasps> Which one of you wants me to thank you first by doing Charlotte's trademark moon salt on them? What's a salt? I do a backflip off the couch and crush you. Oh, oh you should think Madison first. Oh, no. <laughs> oh you know, uh, a simple thank you is fine. <laughs> How does it feel? <sighs> Something's not right. Let me try our catchphrase. Woo! <sighs> Still not feeling it. <laughs> Good. You wanted to be Charlotte Flair, and this look is totally Charlotte Flair. I know, it's amazing, but something's missing.
0: I'll <sighs> yeah. figure it out. Okay.
3: Do you mind if I borrow this? No!
0: Ew, di- Diego.
1: <sighs>
2: I sense something's troubling you outfit.
1: Thanks. It's not really me. Maybe it's the feathers. I can't figure out my new wrestling identity. Would a cookie help you find inspiration? You get me, lady.
2: (laughs) Just in time for cookie happy hour.
3: Look, Mom, we've got to talk. I heard why Diego got into the fight. Boy, Hannah cannot keep a secret. I want you to know there's nothing wrong with you wearing a sarong. I know that. And it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks me. That's their problem. I'm just being me. That's it! Take the roadie. <laughs> Look, I get what you've been trying to do. But next time, you don't have to bring an injury, stress out with Dad, or have a family meeting. You can just talk to me. Why didn't you tell me that everything we were doing was wrong? It was kind of fun watching you guys spin out.
2: Glad you were entertained. You know,
3: Mom, my door is always open. Well, if you ever want to talk about gender expression,
2: gender identity, or whatevs.
3: Did you know everything about yourself when you are my age? No. I still don't know everything about myself. Me neither. I guess some kids do, but I don't.
2: You be you. your dad and I will love and support you no matter what. Mom, you're hugging me a little tight. I can't help it. It's just me being me.
0: So yeah, it turns out as nice as it was for Hannah and her friends to make that costume for Izzy, it's still something is missing. That's not, she needs to find her own identity. And I like how this kind of plays in with with Daniel and everything, how Izzy goes out to Punky and just is like, ah, oh, maybe it's the feathers, but I gotta find my own identity. And then Daniel comes in and tells Punky like, "Hey, if you want to talk to me, my door's always open. You don't gotta have a family meeting <laughs> or send in Aunt Sherry to talk to me. Just it's me. That basically what he's doing is just is." Me being me. And I love how Punky says that your father and I support you either way. And it just, it's so sweet. So Izzy gets inspiration from what Daniel says. It's just me being me. And that's all she honestly needs to be is just herself. And I like how Daniel asks Punky, did you know who you were when you were my age? And Punky says, no, I'm still trying to figure it out. And Daniel says, so am I. There's plenty of time to figure that stuff out. And it's good to be able to explore and just have fun and everything like that. Nothing has to be figured out at age 9 or 10. It doesn't even need to be figured out when you're 40 years old. But just know that, you know, it's good to have love and support of your your family and, and your peers while you're trying to figure things out. And I, I honestly like this episode for bringing home this message for the episode. And it really it kind of coincides with not just Daniel's story, but Izzy's as well. They're both trying to find their own identities of them being able to be themselves. And Daniel even says it: it doesn't matter what people think of me. What matters is what I think of me, and I'm just being myself.
2: So we still don't know. No. But the important thing is, he knows that we love him no matter what. And we do have some pretty good kids. He must be doing something right. Mm. You helped a little bit. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, is he asked us all to be here so she can reveal her new wrestling identity?
1: You guys ready? Yeah. yeah.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, making her debut of Pants in the Ring at WrestleMania, letting room of death, behold the amazing, okay, do I have to read all this? Yes. <laughs> the Incredible, the One, the Only, Izzy!
2: <sighs>
1: Play the entrance music. Go oh, right, sorry.
0: Yeah. oh. oh, oh. So just like That's book.
3: a lot of fanfare for jeans and a sweatshirt. What happened
1: to your costume, honey? You're looking at it. I was trying a the of styles when all I really needed was to be myself. There you go. Daniel helped me figure that out. Glad I could help. My new wrestling identity is Izzy. I also have my own catchphrase. Izzy does it!
0: Oh, uh-huh. I like that.
1: For the main event, challenge all you bots to a living room cage match. You're on! And thanks, but wrestling's not really much... <laughs> stop! Someone could get hurt.
2: Okay, now. You're going yeah. down, Brewster! <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, he's wearing a smile. Cool. Oh. He's like, oh, it doesn't look like you do it. <laughs> You're right. This is comfortable. Okay. You're right. Let's go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, yes, I loved Izzy's wrestling outfit. It was her just in jeans and a sweatshirt and her beanie just being herself. She tried on other wrestling identities, and she just figured, no, I just got to be me. And I learned that from Daniel. And it's really cool how she has this, uh, she has Daniel playing the intro. She has Diego, like, announcing her into the living room. And I love how she challenges them all, and they do, like, uh, get into a, 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 a wrestling moves and all that it was just it was adorable and um yeah and the closing scene with daniel and hannah and izzy just talking about you know art and everything and diego comes in wearing a sarong of his own <laughs> and he's finding himself some cereal and the other kids look at him and he's like as he goes into the living room, he turns in the door and says, You know what, you're right. This is comfortable. <laughs> and that's how the episode ends. It's just I I like this episode. I thought it was done really, really well. It talked a lot about different identities and being yourself and you know, and accepting yourself and not caring what people think. I really, really like this. So for that, I'm gonna give this I'm gonna give it a five out of five. I uh, Brandon tailwags, or in this case, Brandy tailwags. I I liked how everything was put out there. I I I loved Margo's reappearance, and I loved that Punky set that up for for Izzy. I loved that Cherry and Lauren, you know, talked to Daniel, and how Diego stood up for his brother. Even though Daniel said, you know, I can take care of myself. And how Travis and Punky were just, you know, having a family meeting, just leaving the door open for the kids to be able to openly communicate without judgment. And just Daniel, and this was Daniel and Izzy's episode 100% with them just trying to, finding out, taking on, you know, Izzy trying to like, maybe I should be like this person because they have, you know... This and this person has these cool qualities, but and they actually, I'll just be me. And I I really liked that. And I just, oh, it was just such a good episode. And that ties in with the punky principles for this episode. It's just, yes, be yourself. Don't try to change yourself for someone else. Don't try to take on other people's qualities because you're trying to improve yourself. Just, Just, you owe it to yourself. And everyone else to just honestly be yourself, regardless of judgment. Because, yes, that's sad that there's just so much of that in the world, and you just, you gotta, you gotta be you. Alright, so, I again, I hope you all enjoyed this episode. I will be covering, next week, since these episodes are now weekly, Season one, episode seven, the treehouse that Punky built, which dropped on Peacock, the Peacock channel app, February twenty fifth, twenty twenty one. In this episode, Punky and Jerry fix up their old treehouse for Izzy. I really love that we get this. This is so cool. A nice throwback for us, OG Punky watchers. Hannah and her friends make an honesty pact. It looks like they're hanging out at a coffee shop that I just... I honestly would have loved to have found out what happened to Punky's place. Like, clearly, did Henry sell it and use the money to send Punky to college? Or just... I'm just... I'm really curious. We we never got a in of Punky's place. That was basically season three and four pretty much was Punky's place. So... Alright, that being said, look at I said, you know, guys, I hope you enjoyed the episode. I enjoyed covering this one definitely. It was a breath of fresh air from the last couple of episodes, and I'm looking forward to going forward with the remaining few episodes that are left. We have after this the treehouse that Punky Belt, episode seven, episode eight, put a ring on it, episode nine, 80s block party, and episode ten, the series one and the season one and series finale mother's day where we surprise surprise not really we get the return of actually honestly in episode nine we get the return of punky's mother susan brewster so looking forward to that i mean we all kind of knew even after the pilot episode like they're not just gonna have her call up punky and then we're just never gonna hear from her again But at least we do get a lot of answered questions, well, some answered questions in the Series 1 finale, or Season 1 Series finale, so. Alright, I hope you all have a great, great week. Hopefully you guys had a great winter, you're having a great spring, look forward to summer. Alright, bye bye everybody.